Aloha, everybody, and happy 2022. On this episode of the Faith and Family First show, Jim and I are going to look back at 2021, and we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're going to talk about the things that we like, the things we didn't like, and maybe even give you a sneak peek of the things that we think are coming up in 2022. So let's chat about that. Jim Holkberg, welcome to the show today. Happy New Year. Did you notice anything different about the logo behind you? You've misspelled the last word. Stop. Freedom. You spelled it first. That's right, because freedom comes first. Okay. Actually, for those um, of our viewers who are very in tune to things, they're going to notice that it's a little different. And it's true. The Triple F podcast is now Faith and Family First, because we know that everything that we do in our lives is based on our faith and our family. Correct. And freedom will flow from that. So we're not abandoning freedom on this show. I don't want anybody writing in going, we liked freedom better because we're still going to be dealing with freedom. As long as Jim Hochberg is a co-host on this show, you can- Freedom's very, important stuff. That's right. You're going to make sure Liberté. that we're doing. So um, January actually is a, is a it's, it's an interesting month because there are many things that around the country you see people talking about, right? There's the March for Life, right? Correct. Which is the um, the anniversary of the passage of Roe versus Wade. It's also human... Actually, tra- Roe v. Wade wasn't passed. It was edicted from the Supreme Court. Well, and we probably will talk more about that Bothers as me. shows come on too. Um, it's also Human uh, Human Trafficking Awareness Month. I Did was you not know aware that? of that. Yes. So, you know, lives So am I supposed us. to start or am I supposed to stop? You're supposed to let me finish my opening. Okay. And then you jump in. See, this is how we're going to be dealing with 2022. (laughs) Jim, you just always have to keep me on my toes. Um, And Hawaii Family Forum is celebrating 24 years serving the community here in Hawaii this week. So, you know, anybody who wants to uh, give us a shout out. You know, please do. Right. 24 years. And personally, and I love being able to say this because how awesome is this? I personally have worked with Hawaii Family Farm for 20 years as of December 2021. So I am old, 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 but I'm happily old. I mean, I like doing what I do. So oh, I love doing what I do. I don't care. And that's why we do this show. That's that right. is why we're doing this show. And one of our goals for 2022 is we want to grow the show. So everyone watching this show, you have an assignment. Right now, take a moment and like this video. And then plan on sending this video to at least one of your friends because we have got to increase the viewership of this show so that Jim and I will start showing up in some of the Google analytics and the YouTube analytics, which is not going to happen if you all don't help us. So the other thing we're doing in 2022 is we're looking for people who are willing to sponsor the show. So if you are sitting here watching the show going, yeah, I really like this show and I want to partner with it, send me an email info at hawaiifamilyforum.org and ask how you can become a sponsor of the show. And we will do that because our plan is to grow. We want more viewers. We want to be on TV and radio. So it's something we're working for. And we're getting so many comments. I mean, the, the numbers don't show it on YouTube, but I still get a lot of people who say they watch the show, um, they enjoy us. Um, we even have some interesting comments from people that don't necessarily agree with us. And I like that too, because it shows we're making that's a difference. Right. Um, the other thing that's going to be happening is the opening of the state legislature, which is coming up um, next week. 
So that's going to be interesting. You want to stay tuned for that. Jim and I, as the show progresses, will be telling you what's happening in the state of Hawaii legislature. So make sure you stay plugged in for that. So, Jim, this is going to be kind of a fun show. And I know that all of you, as you're listening to us, you're going to have some thoughts too. So comment, 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 comment. Um, Jim and I want to hear what your thoughts are. But, Jim, I want to hear from you what you think are some of the worst things that happened in 2021. Most of the things I think connected to COVID were worst. All the mandates here in Hawaii and everywhere else, those were questionably necessary when enacted and ordered and all that stuff. So that's big and that's broad, but that's one item. And I will agree with you and I will I will build on that. Go for it. One of the things I didn't like that happened in 2021 because of all the COVID restrictions is the fighting that took place among family members about Mm. the vaccinations. I have not in my lifetime seen actual family members who have refused to talk to each other because one person believes strongly in the vaccinations and the other one doesn't. And, you know, this is friends too. Friends are doing this. Churches are doing this. I'm hearing from pastors that in their congregations, there are people that are fighting over this. So I think that is a definite fail. Well, and the thing is though, especially if you are a Christian, you should be able to very rationally, peacefully, in a nice, sweet way, explain the basis for your position. If both of the people in the conversation are Christians, that should take place. If they both aren't and the conversation can't take place because the other person is just too extreme about it, that's different. But if You should be able, as a Christian, to be able to explain, this is why I think it's good, this is why I think it's bad, because things can't be, our decision-making cannot be based on spin from TV announcers. It has to be based on facts, which are derived from the original source. Always, as we say on the show, go back to the source documents um, so that you can make your opinion based on actual facts Correct. and not people's feelings. And that, I think, is what's causing all the problems is people. It's This is hurting people. There are people who so strongly believe in the vaccination that they think someone who doesn't get vaccinated is hurting the community. Right. And then you have the people on the other side that feel like the vaccination is so bad, you're hurting the community. So, you know, this is real people. This is real feelings. These are real lives. And, and it's not what stop. the Lord called us to. No, That's we have to problem. stop. We, we have to love people to. where they're coming at. And, um, you know, you're not going to change somebody's mind in anger, but you might just might change somebody's mind in love. So maybe that's what we should be doing. Um, So another thing that I thought was a major fail for 2021, and I think that people still just, this just gets under their craw, you know, and they just, oh, is is the Afghanistan fail. That was bad. That Um, was bad. We have 13 military individuals that lost their lives because of mismanagement. And I'm not going to sit here in this show and blame anybody. I'm not going to name names. All I know is that lives were lost. And today there are still people that are waiting to be rescued. And Mm -hmm. to me, that is a major, major fail. And I will raise you on that point and say across that issue, But across a lot of other issues, what I think is a giant fail is the presidential administration in 2021 has a very difficult time being honest and truthful about its policies, its conduct, the decision making. Um, 
And so my example of that is all of the stuff that happened in 2021 about the January 6th incident at the Capitol after President Trump's speech, how it's being blown completely out of proportion in the administration's approach to it and the Congress's approach to it. There were bad things by bad people, but it wasn't the group. I mean, and to to the extent that when that's what the Democrats said in 2021 and, and 2020, rather, about the riots over the BLM stuff, and they would say, well, they're mostly peaceful. Well, they you can't tell because the destruction was huge all the time. But at the January 6th thing, the bad folks did very few things in very specific locations. So really, most of the people there were peaceful demonstrators, which, by the way, going and asking Congress to properly deal with the counting of the Electoral College votes is part of our system of government. It's not a bad thing to do. Well, and that's what some of the Republican congressional leaders are saying when they're doing their their rounds on the talk shows. Um, I know that Representative Liz Cheney is getting a lot of um, anger um, towards her because of her position on this. But I keep reminding everybody, it's like, you know, Liz Cheney has the right to her own opinion. And I would prefer, actually, any legislator who's willing to fight for their position and not always go along party lines. I think that that's healthy. Um, When you have people that just vote party lines all the time, Mm -hmm. it's very, very bad. So am I saying I agree with her? I'm saying that she has a right to her opinion. That's what I'm saying. And the people have the right to hear her true feelings Mm -hmm. and then decide if they want to reelect her or not. That's right. And that's that's what we're going to keep promoting on this show. We're going to keep promoting that, you know, people, there are people that back her up and think she's doing the right thing. And there are people that think that she's... um, failing the Republican Party. And I think that these are the decisions that we have to make in the ballot box. That's our voting, job voting, when voting, we go please. to the ballot box. you Your report card towards your legislator is how you feel they're doing in office. If you like what they're doing, then you're going to vote for them. And if you don't like what they're doing, then maybe you should run for office. Yeah. Okay. That was my little plug. So okay. you want to do a good thing? Not yet, because there's one more fail that I want to talk about. Um, A big failure, I think, 2021 um, is the failure on the border. Um, Mm -hmm. When it comes to immigration, people, and I know this because of how I work, I work with people on both sides of the immigration issue. And again, we want to remind people that immigration is about people. There are stories behind the people that are crossing the border. (laughs) There are some that are escaping very horrible situations and they're coming to, wouldn't you want to go to the great country of of America? You know, if you knew that's what you wanted to do. So there some people really want that. Florida or somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Strike that out of this, this show. Um, Okay. But anyway, the point is that immigration long before president Trump, long before president Trump, Carter. It was back before, in Reagan's day. We, we have had immigration issues long even before that. Correct. Immigration needs to be fixed. We have to have congressional leaders on the Republican side and on the Democrat side that are willing to sit down and fix the issues that are happening at the border. But right now, what's happening at the border is a major fail. And so I, I give that a major fail. I would say on the border issue, If the federal immigration people would simply enforce the laws as Congress has passed them and stop going around the current requirements, we would not have the problem that we have right now. It would they never would have started creating this problem in 2021 if they had stuck to the existing 
congressional passed laws. Well, I'm the product of immigration. I am a third generation. Um, so am I. Um, yeah, my 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 grandparents came. My great grandparents came from Portugal. So hey, I'm all for immigration the right way and legally. Okay, so. I know there's other things that other people might be thinking about watching this that they don't like. Comment in there if there's something that you thought was a major fail in 2021, and maybe Jim and I will talk about it on an upcoming show. But now let's move to what we thought 2021 did that was positive. So my biggie is the Dobbs case at the U.S. Supreme Court, which will be decided sometime this year, hopefully before June, the end of June. Uh, and the Dobbs case asked the question, is viability the only constitutional line before which a woman can get any kind of an abortion she wants? Or is the Mississippi law that's in challenge in that case uh, at 15 weeks, is 15 weeks rather than 24 weeks still uh, a time to protect the baby in utero because it can feel pain and there's just all the reasons in the case. But that got heard at the Supreme Court in December. It's going to be decided this year, uh, hopefully. And that is a very, very big highlight for me. Yep. And I'll put in the, um, I'll go ahead and put in the, the links below because we talked about that on one of our prior shows. We so did. You want to go check we did that a whole out. show on Yeah. We, you want to check that out if you haven't. Um, let me add to that. One of the things I liked about 2021 is more and more people got involved on the life issue because of what was happening in Texas. And, you know, I, I like that. Here that in Hawaii? All over. Oh, I didn't know All that. over. Good. P people are, are paying attention now to the life issue. And to me, that's a win. So I will give that a, a win. One of the things I liked about 2021, and the studies are showing this now, is that families spent more time together in 2021 because of the restrictions. Now, some people might not like the restrictions, and okay, I'm sure that you would consider that a fail, and there's probably a lot of people that are considering that as a failure. But um, there was a poll that Kinsey Institute did in 2020 that showed that 74% of married couples felt the pandemic strengthened their marriages. And I am all for marriages being yes. strengthened. Um, I'll put the link to that research if you went there. Um, I believe that even though the research is the 2020 numbers, I do believe that that 2021 is also going to have the same type of win-win of because people are spending more time together. People Correct. are finding ways to, to eat together, especially you got your unvaccinated couples have to get very creative about eating out and spending time together, just get especially test. here in Hawaii. You just because, have to get a test. Yeah, but but I like that people are doing that. They, that's the choice they make. They don't want to get vaccinated, so they're taking the test and they're going to have a dinner. You and your wife have dinner, you said, every Friday. Usually. Usually we every do. Friday. Yeah. So we're all for that. Um, I love that. Um, parents spending time with their kids. Um, I think that it's a good thing. And let's hope that even when all the restrictions are loosened, that people are still going to put all of this energy into restoring families. Because I personally believe, Jim, and I think you agree too, that when the family is strong, everything else goes away. Well, everything doesn't go away, but the strength of the family is critical I building think it block would go to away. If, uh, I, believe. I wouldn't want it to go away. Don't you like to go to the beach? You want it to go away no, just because we have I, strong no, families? No, I'm talking about the, pro, the all the other stuff like domestic violence and drug abuse and suicide. Oh, some of the bad things. Yes, go away. would go away Correct. If, Correct. if families are strengthened. Yes. So, so thank you for making me clarify that. Just in case somebody was listening, going, "What? What? I don't understand what she's saying." So I got a third one. Um, 
Can I do one? Yes. So I'm going to do this generically, you know, like the generic ballots. Would you pick a Republican over a Democrat? I'm going to do it generically so that the personalities don't cause people to scream. But 2021 for me had a huge bright spot in that it showed how much better the prior president was to the current president in terms of running the country. And there are people that disagree with you. And if anybody doubts that what I just said is true, go ahead and do a Google search right now. <laughs> or just on, put it in the comments. Write it in. Come it, on. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to contaminate my position with any identities. I'm going to say current and prior. And if you just think in terms of what it's like now and what it was like last year in 2020, uh, you'll see that what I'm talking about, minus the names of the presidents, it's obvious. And you want to stick around because, you know, in a show we're going to be doing very shortly um, within the next couple of weeks, Jim and I are going to be giving you our opinion on the economy and some of these polls that are going on. And so you want to make sure you stay plugged into this show because we're going to talk about things nobody else talks about. My I'm, father owns a million cattle on a thousand And my hills. dad plays ukulele. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, one of the things I liked about 2021, which was awesome is now this goes to the Afghanistan situation, right? So the bad side of the Afghanistan situation, well, I want to say what the positive side to that was faith based, faith based groups rose like never before to privately go in there and start rescuing people. And I, I think they were more that. like Navy SEALs. Oh no, but they were faith based. They, they were coming from faith based yes, background. That's and, how they were. And they were rising up and going, look, if our government our government's not going to take care of this, then we're going to do this. And you know, that is the history of being a Christian in this country because Christians have always done that. Whenever there's been a miss, then the Christians come together and they go, We're gonna fix this. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's why there are so many people that don't want the government controlling people's personal religious beliefs because if the government starts telling Christians that they can't do these things when they see a need and they want to rise to fix it, then we're going to have a problem because Christians have always bridged that gap. Always. In fact, when there's immigration issues, what are the groups that are taking care of all the immigrate immigrants that are being shipped all over the place right now? The Christian organizations, organizations like Catholic charities and stuff like that. They're the ones that are having to step in and fix all these people. And of course, some of the organizations that are doing it that are not necessarily faith-based, but they're nonprofits, would be miffed because you didn't say that they did too. Okay. Uh, to be fair, because we always want to be fair on the show, I am not excluding the fact that there are other groups out there that are doing good work too. I'm just saying that Christians, the reason Christians do what they do is because they're, they're, they're called, they're Christians. They're yep. called to do that. Um, so I think that that's a great thing. Now, what we want to do in the last few minutes we have here, Jim, is let's answer some some um, viewer comments since we have some time to do this. Um, and Jim, we can edit this out. Get the paper. Oh, good. <laughs> and if we don't edit it out, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's the Dan Quayle look for the cup of water off camera. Yes. Or whoever that was. Rubio. All right. All right. Okay, so what we're going to do right now is just answer a few of the viewer comments that we had um, in 2021. Um, I'm a little disappointed in the numbers in YouTube, but I'm, I keep being told not to let the numbers. Um, Jim, what are you doing? Are you praying? You look like you're praying. Did somebody I'm say? For you. Did somebody have a really bad? Com Jim is preparing. No, I'm reading this, this long comment. comment. Oh my gosh, that's okay. a very long. Com I love Joy. Okay, yes. let's okay. do it. All right, so let's let's start with this. So this was the show where we talked about. Um, 
the future of Roe versus Wade um, and what that means for Hawaii. And um, we had a couple of people that just thanked us for providing the information. You don't have that paper. Oh, I good. have the paper. Because I will talk about this comment. See, this is how this is how we roll. Because we practice. <laughs> We're raw. We're very raw. Okay, so um, we had a couple people that just basically thanked us for doing it. But um, Linda Edwards, I want to I want to address you, Linda, because I think that this is a great comment you made, and she said it doesn't matter about the viability age in the Creator's eyes, as we were created in His image from the time that the spark of life happened. With the union of the egg and the winning sperm, and according to his judgment, we have no right to stop a human life once it has started, and it is murder. So I read that. Can I tell you what thought occurred to me when I read that? You, yes. Okay. So I have a real problem with participation trophies for kids. It doesn't teach them how to be successful. And I would like to take Linda's idea of the winning sperm and do some kind of a cartoon where there's only one successful sperm, because that's biology, and none of the other failure sperms get a trophy. They don't. Okay, our producer who's watching this show, you have an assignment producer. We have a wonderful producer um, that is going to be, uh, we may even have her on the show one of these days. Yeah, know? we should. She, ask her why she does what she does. She's laughing over there. We'll put her on the spot. And we're not editing this out. So if you're watching this, know that she's sitting behind the camera just giving us these vibes. I can feel it. Do you feel those vibes? I like her. I think she's yeah, We love her. Okay. She's awesome. Um, okay. So, Jim. Yes. There are some more comments that I think. Um, you want me to go to Joy's? Yes, please. So, Joy, I miss you, Joy. We used to see each other a lot at the legislature. Now they won't let us go. This is Joy Yadal. Um, she's a personal friend. Um, we've worked together for many years. And Joy and I, um, Joy is a strong Democrat. and um, Very pro-life. Very pro-life. That's pro -life. what we work together on. Um, and I love that about her. But And she's also very, I love that we're able to have these discussions. And so thank you, Joy, for taking the time to make the comments. So go ahead. So do you want me to read it? Because it's really long. Well, we'll put it up on the screen. So okay. just highlight. So we were talking about the uh, infrastructure. infrastructure bill and one section of the infrastructure bill that I noticed was very problematic to me was a provision in the digital uh, services section of it having to do with, you know, internet service and digital stuff. And for some reason within that only section of the thousands of pages of bill, the Congress put in an anti-discrimination provision all for just the digital part. And it applied to uh, anybody that got not just the money from the bill to build the infrastructure, but anybody that used the Internet was going to be subject to these non-discrimination provisions. And what bothered me about it wasn't that everybody couldn't benefit from the money to build out you know, 5G or 50G or whatever we end up with at the end. What bothered me is because I'm a lawyer, I recognize legal time bombs. And that provision is just screaming out to me, it's a legal time bomb. When everything's done and said and people are using these new internet things and you get what people get canceled over today, instead of just canceling them and kicking them off the the uh, Twitter, whatever the serving thing is they're using, 
there's going to be a discrimination damages for money claim okay, out but, of this federal law. But so why did Joy? Because people well, can watch that so, show if they want to hear yeah, your full so, comments. So what Joy was saying is that, you know, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 says no discrimination. We're supposed to be free from it when the government does something. And generally speaking, Joy, you're right. And since you were typing all this stuff, I'm sure that you know that the Civil Rights Act and all the legal restrictions on dim- discrimination are not general restrictions on discrimination. There are categories that are covered. The categories in most things are race, religion, national origin. Some of them include sex, sexual orientation, gender identity expression. Some include uh, prior criminal arrest record and stuff like that. So in statutes where these discrimination restrictions occur, it's not a general prohibition against discrimination. And in fact, the way I like my students to remember how that works is the word discrimination is not a bad word. When I go to the grocery store and I pick corn chips over you gotta corn give us flakes. The, the, you got to give us the um, Cliff Notes version, Jim. I did. Out of time. I was almost done. Now okay. You okay. Hurry up. Hurry up. Anyway. <laughs> Discrimination is a good thing. It means choosing one thing over the other. The only time it's bad is when it's based on a trait that the statute says is prohibited. That's all. And I know that Joy knows that. And this is such a long thing, I'm sure. Uh, She was kind of short noting it. Yep. And we're going to keep doing this uh, viewer comments. So make sure you make comments there. But thanks, Um, Joy, for the comments. And in the the last couple of seconds, I want to say that my, um, what I think is going to happen in 2022 is I think that more people are going to start to to wake up because it's already been happening. People are going to wake up about religious freedom. People are going to wake up about life issues. People are going to wake up about elections and voting. And I have a feeling this is going to be an exciting year. That's my prediction for 2022. I hope you're right. I think... People have made up their mind, and we have a 50-50 approximate split in the country where people believe A and the other people believe B, and they don't even want to talk about it. Well, you've been sitting with Jim Hochberg and I, Eva Andrade, the host of Faith and Family First, the Triple F Show, and we want you to like subscribe, share this video with everybody. Make sure you hit that notification button so you'll know every time we upload a new video. Become a sponsor, please. So comment, comment, comment. And we will see you next week. Mahalo, everybody. Aloha.